Hi, this is Weemala Bikuni, and it's Sunday, November 22nd, my goodness, here in Crystal Lake, Illinois, outside of Woodstock, where Blue Lotus Temple is, and everything's, uh, pretty much everything is on lockdown again, which I'm, I imagine it is where you live too, <clears throat> if you're not right in this area. So, Thanksgiving is coming up. And it's kind of amusing to see the great lengths to which people are going to try to have a Thanksgiving event, a traditional event, uh, in the midst of a pandemic. And I'm, I'm thinking there's more uh, inventiveness and creativity going into that than, than I've seen in anything in a long time. We could probably... Um, feed all of the homeless people in all of Illinois with, with the energy being created on how families can somehow uh, get together. I know we're hurting for that, but I think we're also being asked to be sure that we're not meeting with other people and not getting together. And uh, I don't know if some of these plans are just ways to, oops, excuse me, that's my hand. <laughs> I don't know if some of these creative ways are going to actually be safe for people or if they're just justifying getting together and calling it something else. But um, it's, it's amusing. Thanksgiving is, uh, is a holiday, an American holiday, and we always have... Um, you know, images of the pilgrims and the Indians, and even our young kids know that those weren't exactly the way things were for that first Thanksgiving. The, the native people, the first people that were already here did help the pilgrims, but it, they brought things, brought things and set them nearby and then went back into their safe places. They were still afraid of these people, but they did try to bring them food and things they thought they might need to survive. So I was looking for a, a holiday card to send to my mom and the one I the one I had, I, I eventually decided I can't send that to anybody because it's a very juve it's it's for a little kid probably, but it shows these cute uh, cute drawings of little Indians and little little pilgrims and they're all sitting around having a nice time together and I thought that's just so historically incorrect I don't I think even if I sent it to a small child they'd probably reprimand me and say you know that's not how it really was so um, it's almost like we're making a big to-do about nothing when we when we get crazy thinking we can't be with our traditional grouping for Thanksgiving Day so I wanted to talk about gratitude because I think that the essence of Thanksgiving is, is a quality of gratitude. <laughs> so if you love to cook, you, there's gratitude because you, have a, you might have a big group of people that loves your cooking that you get to feed. And if you're uh, getting the benefits of that person who loves to cook, you're very grateful for, for for that person or the, that family cooking for you. But 
I think this year we need to think about, uh, in terms of gratitude, be thinking, being grateful that uh, we'll have more Thanksgivings to come and being grateful that we can, uh, that we'll be okay and safer if we don't get together in large groups and that we have, be grateful that we have telephones where it doesn't cost much at all to call anybody anywhere and we have Skype and WhatsApp and FaceTime and Zoom and um, we can even see each other. So maybe we need to be grateful about some of the other things and less frantic about getting together because we know there is going to be a rise of COVID-19 cases after, after the holidays. And that's not what we want to be dealing with. And that's not something we would be grateful for. So anyway, those are some of my thoughts. I'm, the reason I'm thinking about gratitude tonight at 7 o'clock, and all of you are welcome uh, on Zoom, FaithBridge Interfaith Group has their annual uh, evening of gratitude service, and it's a combination of all of the different religious groups that are in, in, in uh, FaithBridge. And it's usually musical, and it will be again tonight, but it's on Zoom, and the link is, if it, it should be on the Blue Lotus Facebook page, uh, but it will be on the the uh, Facebook page for inter for Faith Bridge Interfaith Group, and the the Zoom information is there. You can just click on a flyer that's up and and go to it, and that's from seven to about eight or so, and it'll be mostly music, and uh, Bonte Body and I will be on it doing small things, but. Uh, the, it's, it will be a nice evening, and I think for those of you who are trying to enter the week in a calm, lovely, connected way with others, it's, it will be a really, uh, really good event for you. You can just watch it and relax, and uh, something, new, something new will come out of it for you, I know. It's always a good evening. So... I've been looking into gratitude in terms of the Buddhist teachings, and we know that the Buddha said we should be always be appreciative and grateful for any anything anyone does for us. But I think what we want to develop with gratitude is that another boundless quality that we don't gratitude isn't just for something special. Gratitude is for everything. And, you know, we often do uh, the meditation on gratitude and joy. And this is something that Jack Cornfield wrote several years ago. And I think what he says in this, and I'll read it not as a meditation right now, but just almost as a poem. We can think about how this uh, quality of gratitude is really boundless and it's we can we can develop it towards all things we can see that we're we have wonderful teachers and experiences uh, profound experiences in this time of the pandemic 
we can see them as our teachers. They may not be pleasant or happy things, but we were having things presented to us that are, would be very rare in the rest of our lifetime. Uh, if you've had to lose, uh, if you've lost a loved one and you weren't able to be with them at the time that they passed, or if you have, uh, if you have a lot of fear and anxiety toward your own loved ones getting sick, this is a time we can work with those kind of things, and we don't have that possibility. Um, at other and the nature of no self that this this is not this is that that we are not what's inside we are not what this body is we are something what what we really are is not not connected to this body this body just helps us get around on the on the earth and the quality of suffering then there is suffering in the world and it's not constant but the Buddhist teaching is that we need to be aware of suffering as part of this human body. And that's what we can work with. And we can use the things that happen to us in life as teachers. And as reminders of impermanence. And we become less through through the concept of no self, we can become less attached to just the physical form. As we watch ourselves age, as we watch our kids grow up and leave home, um, all of that is part of recognizing, dealing with that is part of recognizing that constant change in our lives. So now we're being, now that constant change is being thrown at us like uh, candy at a parade. And we have to deal, we're dealing with it whether we, it was the best timing for us or not, right? It's, it's in control. But gratitude is something, sometimes we, we save it for special people, like gratitude towards our parents for giving us life, or gratitude for someone doing us a favor or taking care of us when we're sick. But gratitude should just be, Gratitude can be the way we approach the world. And I think uh, Jack Cornfield writes beautifully about gratitude in this meditation. With gratitude, and if you like, just close your eyes and hear the words. With gratitude, I remember the people, animals, plants, insects, creatures of the sky and sea, air and water, fire and earth, all whose, whose joyful exertion blesses my life every day. With gratitude, I remember the care and labor of a thousand generations of elders and ancestors who came before me. I offer my gratitude for the safety and well-being I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the blessing of this earth I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the measure of health I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the family and friends I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the community I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the teachings and lessons I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the life I have been given. 
Just as we are grateful for our blessings, so we can be grateful for the blessings of others. And then in the meditation, if, if you remember this meditation, and go ahead and close your eyes, and I'll read the rest of it as a meditation. Continue to breathe gently. Bring to mind someone you care about, some little joy you have for their well-being, for their happiness and success. With each breath, offer them your grateful, heartfelt wishes. May your happiness increase. May you not be separated from great happiness. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and success and happiness increase. Sense the sympathetic joy and caring in each phrase when you feel some degree of natural gratitude for the happiness of this loved one. Extend this practice to another person you care about. Recite the same simple phrases that express your heart's intention. May your happiness increase. May you not be separated from great happiness. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. And then just like we do with metta, we just gradually open this meditation to include neutral people. Those are the people that we really don't know well enough to have any kind of attitude towards them or view. Difficult people and even enemies until you extend sympathetic joy to all beings everywhere, young and old, near and far. Practice dwelling in joy until the deliberate effort of practice drops away and the intention of joy blend into the natural joy of your own wise heart. So we see what he does. He starts out talking about gratitude and what that flows into is this sympathetic joy, this joy for others and for the, and for, it's joy for others and the success of those others. We share it and enjoy it as much as they, as they do. And so that's a broader, expanded meaning of gratitude. Begin being gratitude towards everything in your lives, in our lives. The simplest things, the things that are always around us. No matter what the outer, outer conditions are, we can, have, we can be full of that gratitude for things in our lives. And then we can begin feeling joy for others and appreciating the things that they have in their lives that are the things they're grateful for. And so I think what we can see and think of as gratitude is this boundless quality. And we can maybe we can put it in the category of uh, sympathetic joy, joy for others. And what a great thing to be grateful for in our own lives is when we're able to, to uh, vicariously 
have that happiness and gratitude through someone else's good good luck or good good uh, good success. So when we think about gratitude, let's not limit it to uh, Thanksgiving Day or the holidays, but instead, even if you're going to be alone on Thanksgiving Day, which I know myself and one of one of the people dearest to me, we're both choosing to be alone, um, and so there's certainly not any sadness or any uh, uh, lack of gratitude in that. It's really just understanding and accepting that this is not a this is not the right time to be with the people that we would ordinarily love to be with. And because we both live on live alone, and even our even uh, you know the we consider each other, for example, in a safe bubble with each other, but we're not going to be getting together with each other because this is it's we we have a lot of gratitude for each other as it is without kind of artificially setting a time together. So I'm not, I don't want to, anyone to feel that I'm criticizing their choices or what they need to do if they feel like they really need to not be uh, alone on Thanksgiving. But I think we, let's, let's expand what we think of as Thanksgiving and let that become every day, every, every day to be grateful for what we have and for what we've, what we see when we look out the window. And uh, be be appreciative and grateful for all of those people in our lives that we want to be with more often. But let's be careful about putting ourselves and others in danger for one day of gratitude when we can be when we can have it all the time. Uh, it's a good day maybe to write letters or send cards or call people on the phone or. Uh, write in your gratitude journal. <laughs> so if you if you live in a household with a lot of people and that's your group, you know there might be there might be some people in situations like that that a day of gratitude would be being able to not be sitting at the table with them. So we all have different things that we'll be grateful for. But but watch watch how you're approaching it. Don't let it be, uh, you know, the, even the Buddhist said we don't need rituals and ceremonies and uh, we need to get rid of those external external uh, rituals that, that can, for, some, for so many, just become all that there is about a spiritual path or rituals and ceremony. So I'm not saying Thanksgiving is one of those, but uh, I think we should be more lighthearted about the fact that we shouldn't be getting together on Thanksgiving. I think we need to have a lighter attitude and not turn it into something that's going to create a big backlash for us just because it's a habit, it's a ritual, it's a tradition in your family. My uh, typical Thanksgiving group, I've, I've let them know that I'm not going to be there, and that's, that's my family, uh, other than my family in Tennessee and Texas. And so I will definitely be missing the wonderful food. And I know the, 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 their, their family 
is going to go ahead with that for themselves. But uh, I'm, I'll be missing it and I'll be thinking about uh, how grateful I am that every other year that my brother-in-law loves to cook and it's, uh, I love his, his wife is a dear friend, his two kids and my two kids are good friends with each other and we really care about each other. There's really a lot of love there. But there's enough love that uh, we're all perfectly okay if anybody is unable to be, feels that it's not the right thing to be together for the day. And that's what I'm grateful for, that there's nobody being upset or um, been out of joint, as we used to say, over people not coming to a Thanksgiving event. So the real gratitude is that people are... So just let that gratitude for all things grow in you, and then there's... There it won't be a day that won't be Thanksgiving Day for you. So take care. Let yourself be uh, happy and joyful today. And nature is busy. It's amazing uh, how, how the little animals are getting ready for winter. And it's fun and amazing to watch it. So enjoy this fall and enjoy whatever weather. If you've got nice sunny beach weather, really enjoy that. And I'll be thinking of you with appreciative joy. I'm happy for you being able to be out in the sun. <laughs> well, I think I am. I hope I am. <laughs> okay, have a beautiful day. And uh, if you need a, a nice uplifting uh, event tonight, Check the Facebook page. Check Blue Lotus Facebook page or Faith, Faith Bridge Interfaith Group. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you Tuesday.